0: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles,
1: brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americana Music I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Jim Stevens' Yellow River album is his fourth release in 36 months on Ropadope Records, but he says he's not done yet. He says he actually has five more albums in the planning stages for the near future. He says music is just all about expression, and Jim is a music making machine. We talk about that and a whole lot more in this next edition of Americana Music Profiles. So I'm speaking with Jim and Ariel today on the podcast. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us.
2: Hey, good to be here. Thank you for having us.
1: So you guys, uh, do I have this right? Are you guys in uh, Philadelphia? Is that where we're speaking to you from?
3: Yes, I'm I'm currently in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, awesome. Cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. Well, and I'm in Virginia, so we're both on the East Coast, and we're both feeling the the heat at the moment that we're having this conversation. It's quite warm out today.
2: Ooh, <laughs> it is hot. Yeah.
1: Um. So, Jim, if you don't mind, um, give me a little bit of background on yourself, and and what what led you into a music career. How how this all started for you in the beginning. Uh,
3: what led me into a music career? Um. Just it's all a, it's all a healing thing just uh expression man just art you know
1: yeah yeah
3: you can you can you can be on stage and you know you can be playing you know you can be playing like john coltrane or john popper or arcade or, or, or you could be just milking every note like bb B. king and you know it, it could be it could be sad or anger or frustration or even happy but uh the the audience doesn't know what emotion you are feeling, but they feel something. Yeah, so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's all healing and expression for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. Did did is this something that was part of your life as a young person, or did this happen later in life? What, how did that begin for you?
3: Yeah, I got a late start. Um, I think, yeah, I I didn't start playing or doing anything artistically until after high school. Okay, so I was like. You know, probably close to twenty before I even uh, started doing anything. Yeah. And so you know, a lot of my friends in life and everywhere else have like forever on me because you know these cats playing when they're like four years old, man, three years old. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm like a grown adult, like, oh, this this works, I can do this. But yeah, yeah um, I started I started way late, way late.
1: Have you always been in the northern part of the United States? Is is that basically home for you?
3: No, New Orleans is.
1: Okay. All right.
3: I was born in Philly, but New Orleans New Orleans is home.
2: He was waiting for you to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, uh, so, uh, born in Philly, New Orleans, and then so. But you, but you're back in Philly now. So is, is this a kind of a permanent relocation, or you kind of spend time between? No, both? No? No, no, I'm
3: I'm I'm only here for maybe six, to, maybe eight more weeks. Eight more weeks.
2: And uh, okay. then I'm back in New Orleans. Yeah, uh, I'm okay. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Do not ask Jimmy about Philly. Just don't do it. <laughs> so, so New I Orleans. I love Philly. it's <laughs> <isn't> worth anything. <laughs> so uh, uh,
1: Ariel's at home for you. Or, or 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 am I getting um, in deeper now
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm i'm uh I'm from Brooklyn originally, but I moved to philly like about two years ago now yeah okay. um so it's home it's home for me now and uh met some really really great people, some really great musicians in this city it's kind of been where I've started my music career
1: yeah okay and and when did you get involved with with jim and and the music?
2: Probably about a year ago. Okay. It was a year ago, um, I had graduated from Haverford College um, with a biology major and a desire to go to med school, so I've been working for the past two years um, full-time at the Children's Hospital oh, cool. doing cancer research. Yeah. And then about a year ago, I started just doing open mic nights around the city um, just to get the creative juices flowing again and reconnect to, like, my musical roots, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. And uh, the first, actually, the first open mic I did, Jim came up to me and was like, oh my God, you sound like Bonnie Raitt, and awesome. then proceeded to ask me to be on this album. And uh, my immediate response was no, yeah. because <laughs> I was like, who are you? Yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> And I'm still going to go to med school. But um, no, after I started to see him around the scene more and I met um, some of the people that played on this album, um, Andre Cole, Chaton Thomas, um, and then as we started to kind of run in the same circles, and I was like, oh, hold up. Like maybe, maybe what did you say about that New Orleans album? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll sing on it. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I that's how I met Jimmy.
1: Yeah, okay. So, so Jim, was this uh you back in Philly uh, just kind of a temporary thing? You back for personal stuff or for music, or what? What pulled you back into the Philly area?
3: Uh, steady work for a minute. Yeah, uh, I, I do law research, investigation, uh, trial okay. consultancy. So I'm I'm back here for that, and then I'm here about, like I said, maybe eight more weeks, and I cannot wait to get back. <laughs> <anymore>.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and
3: the, the weather up here today is a is a nice. January a day for down there so it seems so bad. For me. Oh really? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so when you move back, do you do you do the same thing there or will you be able to go back and, and kinda reimmerse yourself into the music and, and, and get back into that more of a full time thing?
2: Oh yeah,
3: man, totally. Yeah. I'll be doing that and then picking up some bartending gigs here and there in between. But yeah, I'll be down here playing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'll be hitting as soon as I get back, so I'm stoked.
1: And so the new record, um, Yellow River. Uh, the press note said it's your fourth in 36 months. Am I reading that right?
3: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. on Ropadoop.
1: Yeah. So you've been busy then.
3: Yeah. Um, I have a lot. I've um, I have like five more records I'm planning now.
1: Oh wow! I'm cool. Do another
3: acoustic Delta album up here in August, and then already planning to go back to Esplanade and do the next one probably january again and yeah i have a I have a lot I gotta get out
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> are, are these songs that are just kind of have come to you recently or stored up and you're just not getting to record them or how how's that how does that work yeah
3: pr- um pretty much the latter
1: yeah okay um,
3: yeah, I mean uh keep on F- fifteen years old uh not alone fifteen years old um Spell my life's newer. I mean it was older but I kinda lost it in transit between Baton Rouge and New Orleans but yeah. still newer than than other ones. So that's that's you know, that's newer. Um so it's kinda it's kinda like a collection. Torture me goes back twenty years. Okay. So just finally able to to, to to get to get them done and get them done properly. I mean like a lot a lot of the stuff I've played forever. You know, I've played Keep On Forever, I've played Torture Me Forever. There's, you know, other ones I've just always Perform live, or maybe did other versions of them prior, but I didn't have the the opportunity, and and financially, and everybody able to be in the same place at the same time. New Orleans, I'm, you know, I'm talking about to be able to do it. Right. So when the opportunity happened in January, you know, uh you know, pretty much the whole New Orleans crew was home on the record, and then other folks who there just wasn't enough room to fit them in. um There's only you know only so many tracks and so many songs and so much money and. So I got in, you know, most folks who, you know, hoped to be on it or who wanted to be on it, and, you know, Sean was able to come in. He was free over those same couple of days, and, you know, Andre and Ariel and, and Tun were free, and Dee was free, so it was like, all right, well, these are the days. Like, these are the days.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And,
3: and, and we cut probably 90% of it over two days at Esplanade, and then there was like an afternoon of overdubs in East Nards in Pennsylvania at Morningstar. And then a couple hours in New Orleans at uh, Jake Gecker Studio. Okay. Uh, just overdoing, uh, just doing the trumpet stuff, and then uh, all the horns with Jeff on uh, All Time Religion. And so it was. A, it was a pretty it came together quickly.
1: This is is out now. Has it, how long has it been out?
3: Uh, the twenty eighth, uh, June twenty eighth, it came out.
1: Okay. All right. Um, and what does it look like for you to tour with this? Do, uh, have you had a chance to do that, or, or will you tour? How, how how does playing out with this music look like for you?
3: I've been uh, pretty much nonstop, and between everything else, reaching out to some of these uh, more major booking agencies I've been back and forth with over the last couple of years and trying to make something happen for, you know, if not the end of this year, the 2020. Uh, to get this on the road because everybody wants to tour, man. Everybody's, you know, everybody's out there working and hustling, and and everybody, on, everybody on the album is interested in in taking it on the road. So it's, a, I think it's kind of a catch twenty two because, right. uh, you know, this is my fourth record, and obviously I've been, you know, I'm, I'm I'm fortunate for you know the folks I've been able to play with like over life, and I think some of these agencies are looking at not just the music. And me, but they're looking at the roster, and they're like, "How much is this going to cost? What are yeah. we going to need to get, and how many of you want to wear?" So, I'm being asked. With folks know, hey, you know, you you want to book me and Andre for a Delta Blues duet, wherever. Like that's just us, you know. If you want a 15-piece ensemble, 16-piece ensemble, with, with with this band, then you got that. If you want anything in between, you know, like let me know. You know, if you want a trio or quartet, you know, what do you? what's your budget and I'll fit the personal around what you need but the songs are still there right,
1: you know, you have,
3: right. the songs are the songs the songs aren't going to change so it's just you know like what's the budget and what can we get out and I think you know trying to trying to impress it on people I think some of these agencies like the first record they're uh, you know they kind of shy away to like wow like, like look at all these folks and like you know what, what everyone's done in their career and it's like where's the budget to move this for somebody who hasn't been moved yet? And I understand where that's coming from. I mean, it doesn't make it any less frustrating. Sure, yeah. The fact that I appreciate their stance, but so that's kind of where I am now, just trying to literally beat doors down. And, you know, even even folks I got referrals to were like, we can't right now or, you know, come back later. And yeah, like, yeah. What else have to do? But on the road, this is my fourth record. Yeah. And, you know, they're, yeah. they're all different. I, I don't think anyone's better than any other, but they're all different. And it's like, you know, so that's, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my, I'm doing my bestest, Greg, I'm doing my (laughs) bestest.
1: Do do you, do you feel like you have a, um, uh, is there a particular venue or festival or type of club or environment where you fit better than another? Have you been able to determine that?
3: I mean, I think, uh, I mean, Obviously, festivals. I mean, it doesn't really matter. That you know, that's where the people are. Right. And in this state, nobody really, nobody buys records really, which is sad. So there's I know. no money off of that. I know. But at least, at least you know, to being able to play, you know, in front of fifty thousand, hundred thousand people, whatever. Like, there's, there's, you know, even if everybody spins one song on Spotify, you know, you're coming out of there, and that's like, I can't do that. Just. You know, living in New Orleans and just playing everywhere in New Orleans one night a week or two nights sure, a week. Yeah, and I sure can't. I sure can't do that up in Philly. Right, like it doesn't doesn't work like that up here, and it's just it's just different. So until until you get on the road with it, it's not it's not going to, you know. There's like that's what I got to break through next. You know, like whether it's you know we can play like. You know, we can play women's festivals or something like Will Fair. We can do jazz festivals. We can do blues festivals. We can mm-hmm. do folk festivals. You know, we can do Americana festivals. Like, we're not limited by, by what we do and how we craft what somebody needs. Like, it's just adaptable, and it's not sure. catering or sacrificing what I'm doing or what anyone in the band is doing or singing or performing. I mean, you know, and I think Yellow River is a snapshot of, like, the last three records.
1: Mm-hmm. You okay. know, you have
3: the funk. You have the big band stuff. You have the more Americana stuff. You have... You know, so, like, like, what do you want? Like, we'll do that, and we're happy to do it, you know? So, it's like, I go back to it all the time, and, you know, I do one of his songs, each album, like, Ben Harper. Like, how, where do you put Ben Harper? Right. Like, where do, you, where, do, where do you throw him into? Yeah, yeah. Right? I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. like, we're not Ben Harper. He has 25 yeah. years on us. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how to how tap to yeah. into that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're not the first person I've I've heard kind of express frustration with the way the, the, way the culture is changing around music and and how do how do we how do we navigate kind of the new landscape? Do, do you find it harder to write a catal- a collection of songs and albums worth of music knowing that? Um, it's going to be harder for folks... If you buy a record, usually you're going to sit down and listen to the whole thing at least once. But with people not buying full-length albums anymore, is it harder to write music knowing that some things are not going to get heard very much?
3: For me, no. I think the frustration comes when I look at the the totals and stats at the end of the month or quarter or week for for what's moving and what's not and what's why. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's like... You know I mean? Like I don't know. It's, it's like I mean, take somebody like Harrison. They're still probably getting there's a billion streams to dream on every day. Yeah. But who's listening to Uncle Salty today, right? Right. I right. Mean, yeah. But so you just just like you just have to accept that's what it is and can't do anything about it. You know, it's like you know the songs are there, and thankfully between Ariel and Jitsan and Andre, you know, if anybody ever can't make something, well, we I you know, there's two folks who 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 can sing and do it proper. Right. Or there's one, so. Right we'll just do those songs through whatever. So it's not, you know, the, the, they make it easier for me where I don't have to pick and choose or write or only do certain songs. It's like, oh, well, well I have this one, this one, and this one, and, well, this one doesn't really work for Andre, but it works for Ariel, and Giton works more for Giton, but this one should should be like a duet or it should be like a trio yeah. singing. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, I can I'm able to do that they're able to do it, and it makes it easier, and I think it makes it easier for accessibility and people hearing the stuff, but again, you know, because nobody buys, it's just getting out there and right. fighting for visibility, man. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a name for the band? D- d- is it that congealed yet that you, you have that kind of identity?
3: No. Um, the, the first record I did, I put under Full Tilt Boogie Band, and then... Um, uh, and then I just did the Delta Blues album with Andre, and then uh, the last two have just been just under my name. Cause, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I wish it were a band to an extent, but mm. that, that would... How
2: about we call it something like Pink Floyd?
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Or have
2: you heard of Led Zeppelin? Let's do that.
3: Yeah, let's, yeah, let's call ourselves Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Led Zeppelin's on tour. Right, there you yeah, go. that'll fool them. This is the new Led Zeppelin record, right? <laughs>
2: this is the new Zeppelin.
3: That'll get us festivals.
1: Yeah, yeah, there you Maybe. go. <laughs> so, um <Led laughs> you, go ahead.
3: Sounds <laughs> like, Led Zeppelin, Sorry. Big Stim and Sean Martin, and thank you, Ariel. Like, you know, like, yeah, let's do <laughs> that. <laughs> I
2: just had to throw it. It was just too funny. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Um, so it sounds like then that when you do get a chance to, to play out, you're mixing the catalog up. It's not just specifically the songs on Yellow River, but you're, you're pulling from the other records too. And, and maybe potentially for some of the things that you haven't recorded yet as well.
3: That hasn't happened yet with with this collective, but before we did, you know? Yeah. Cause like I, I was, I, I've been playing Keep On and Torture Me, two examples like forever. Right. And they just got recorded properly, you know, regardless of other ways I did them. So, I mean, I like that, because, you know, like, you know, there's stuff I'm going to do in August. I'm just going to do, like, a day in Boom Room and do, like, a, a Delta Blues folk mm-hmm. Americana record. Mm-hmm. And I'll be doing it with Andre. I ask Ariel if she can be there. I asked Will, and we'll do whoever's in the room. Those songs will do whatever matches, and right, okay. we'll get out of it with 25, 30 songs, and there's a whole other whole thing, but... Me and Andre, is
2: Andre
3: doing we're 25 Delta?
2: songs in eight hours? you know how easy that is? Oh, my God. Oh that's my like God. The, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's the a, a producer, though. I, I defer. I defer to him. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be 25 songs, though. <laughs> Damn. Oh, so, that's so, easy. For me and Andre, for me and Andre it, it, it's three minutes of the
3: blue songs an hour.
1: Yeah.
2: That's, you didn't get the text? Yeah. Oh.
1: So it sounds like it's, it it's about
2: it later. We're on a podcast now. <laughs> so it sounds like it's yeah.
1: more organic though rather than uh, overly yes. pre-planned, right? Yeah. Okay. No,
3: for for, for, for for this stuff it's just totally, you know, there's like some traditionals and some old stuff we will do like like the whole boxcar blues album me and Andre probably did in 2 hours real time in like real time. Yeah, okay. And that was like 10 songs, but it's like, you know, and then the, the, the acoustic blues stuff that we did, the delta blues folk stuff we did on Felicipiola Saul, I think we did two or maybe three we did them, maybe the one I kept messing up. It was my fault. It was my fault and I kept messing it up, man. Hmm. And we probably still even did both of them within forty five minutes.
1: Okay. So, uh-huh. you know,
3: and then some of the stuff we've done, like I wanna redo some things and you know, and just the traditional stuff and the 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 the, 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 the classic Delta Blue stuff, like that's that's nothing for me and him to bang out. Like we just did a show like two weeks ago. And uh, we did, like, I think we did 10 or 12 songs. And I never, like, I didn't know four of them before. I'm like, what songs you want to do? And, like, Andre picked the songs from my catalog and his, and we just did them. I mean, they could have been recorded. That could have been the record. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay. So it's, it's not, I mean, so, so say 25 songs or 24 songs. I mean, for me and Andre, we're doing three, three-minute Delta Blue songs per hour for a day. Yeah. And like eating in between. Like it's not it's not as laborious as it sounds. Yeah. Like those old blues cats, man, John Lee Hooker would rip 50 songs in the session. Sure. And they just got released over the next 6 years, you know. It's just yeah. do it once, do it twice and like the old jazz cats, man, like they would have like, you know, they do a record and it'd be, you know, it would be the whatever 6 or 8 songs, then it'd be 14 songs of take 1, take 4, take 3, and that's the record.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, it's
3: that old school American way of doing stuff. Sure. Where it's like, yeah. you know, people who I and mean, there's people who still dig into that. So, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't think it's nearly as laborious as Ariel's. Uh, <laughs> Ariel's kind of—that's well, crazy. He's like, nah.
1: Yeah. Well, you can over-polish too. I think. I mean, I—I I, I think people like to hear the, the the different nuances and the little imperfections here and there. It makes it feel real, you know. I think uh, you yeah, run, sure. run into that with the with the the over-corrected pop music scene and it's just I, I don't know uh, the, the jazz Americana blues roots all all that just the organicness of that makes it much more enjoyable to listen to
3: and the simplicity of it you know yeah
1: for sure yeah
3: because like, like a, a lot of stuff I write and record and arrange like I don't play on it like 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 Andre wanted me to play on Spend My Life I'm like, dude. What am I going to add to it? Like, I wrote it. My name's on the record. I produced it. I arranged it. What do you want me? What am I going to add to what Ariel and Sean did, and Sam and Sam, and Sam will spell my life? There's no reason for me to play on that track. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, what, 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 what am I going to add to that? Right. Like that? No. Like, just leave it alone. Yeah. Like, stop it. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is the same thing. Same thing with how we did Bessie Smith. What was I going to add to that? Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll do. I'll do like some lap steel, like punch. I'm like, no, just leave it alone.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, let it be what it is. Yeah. So if uh, folks want to find out where you're going to be, how they can catch catch some of this music live or or listen to a copy of the record, get in touch. What's the best way to do all that?
3: Uh, Bandcamp.com and just put in you know uh, Jim Stevens and Yellow River. Okay. And um, all the singles are out there on all the various uh, streaming and purchase sites and. Yeah, you
2: yeah can the new other on stuff.
3: Spotify. Yeah. Is there a website? Spotify, Amazon, uh, Pandora. Uh, just just, just Ropeadope.com, just on the label's website. Okay. And then on Facebook, uh, Jim Stevens Music.
1: Awesome. Ariel, Jim, thanks. This has been uh, neat hearing about uh, the music and your story and what you guys have cooked up here, and uh, so we wish you the best for sure. Yeah, Thank thanks
2: you so
3: much. Thanks so much for having us, Craig.
1: Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at Americanarhythm.com.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money... Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing?
3: What's the problem? What's the problem?
0: <laughs> Would you lie? Would you cheat?
3: Would they shop? Would they shot?
0: Would you kill?
2: Yes. <laughs> My mom is dead. My mom is right there.
0: From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new True Crime History Podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz You don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.